All right, Jonathan, we've got some terrible news today across the city of New York. Tell us what's going on. War has breaking out over the city. It's breaking and it's broken. We've got taglines. We've got taglines left. We've got taglines right. We've got taglines up and down everywhere you could go. Are you ready for some taglines? We are ready, Jonathan. The whole state's ready. Let us just a state. Oh, not the world, just the state. It's a it's a localized issue. It's very localized. So, ladies and gentlemen, the, the first tagline we have, the world will tremble this December or September. You know, maybe it's early. Who needs to rhyme? Not me, not them, not anyone. The next one is join the resistance. There's a resistance? Where? Show it to me on a map. Just kidding. These maps don't make sense. Move it on. The world will tremble. We don't want to. Well, they will. We won't. <laughs> It'll be very localized, though. It'll only be in the United States. It's a very centralized vibration. The next one. Who? We'll save us. Maybe the Sky Captain, maybe not. Maybe his friend Polly. Maybe Polly, maybe George the Sea Captain. The next one, the Battle of Tomorrow is about to begin. Ah, uh, today or tomorrow or yesterday. Sorry, I'm confused well, on the timeline. It's about to begin tomorrow. Well, the Battle of Tomorrow begins today or tomorrow or well, the day after. Well, it's about to. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're wondering when, Jonathan. Uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow's battle begins tomorrow? Yes. Okay. In the world of tomorrow. Okay. And, ladies and gentlemen, the last one, without warning, without mercy. That's pretty accurate for this movie. (laughs) (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen, with a budget of $70 million and a whopping huge big of a bomb of $37.7 million with one scene from the Wizard of Oz footage, one Iron Giant action sequence, one bird plane sequence, two references to Milk of Magnesia, one miniature elephant, two submergible plane sequences, six helicarriers, one dodo bird, two bat monsters, and one electrocution melting to the bone with a 6.1 on IMDb and a 64 Metacritic and a weird 71% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. It's 2004's Sky Captain and the World of Tomorrow. Watch out, there's a bomb, it's dropping. Oh no. Oh no. Let's drop some bombs. I hate us. I'm just going to keep it going for a second. I hate us. The only podcast recorded inside a projection booth. Joining me inside the studio, as always, is... The newspaper that's better than the actual movie, Jarrett Seifert. I I can't do this anymore. I just... (laughs) It literally... I'm watching the screen right now. I get to hold the device that records the audio. That's like my one treat of this. And it was literally just like... 
you're yelling constantly. <laughs> Everything is so loud. Yeah. Stop being that. Like, it's, it was so aggressive. That's this movie. <laughs> it was, in my truest fashion, violently aggressive. Ooh, yeah, right? I didn't say violently last episode. You did not. Um, so... Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bombs Away. Uh, what we Joining do me in the studio as always. <laughs> yeah, we just restart yeah, completely <laughs> without audio of radio in the 1920s and 30s. Um, oh shit, that took a lot out. Oh my god, I know it's very, very I'm tired. I'm, yeah, I'm glad I'm a couple drinks in because like yeah. I committed, oh, shit. <laughs> I committed, and I didn't really break. I bro- made like two giggles, so I'm no. happy about oh. it. Um, if you're still listening, <laughs> yeah, if you didn't hate us enough to turn it off, I. What if that was people's first episode? Oh <laughs> god! Did, like, holy <laughs> shit! Like, oh shit! They... Is bombs away? Literally a World War Two esque announcer podcast making fun of bad movies? Like, <laughs> that's not something I think I can sustain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh! I wanted to die, and you did oh the you did the siren too, so it like really sold it. People were like, "Holy I, shit, they're really was, themed." I didn't even tell Jonathan about that. I was like, "Listen, this is gonna happen. We're gonna pretend that actual bombs are falling." Sorry if you grew up in that time, but also if you grew up in that time, you're Why probably you dead alive? or not listening. Jeez. Oh, uh, speaking of that time, years old. Speaking Why are of that. you listening to podcasts? That's really skilled. <laughs> Let me know how you went that way. I know, right? Speaking of that time. Speaking of that time. Um, what time is this film? Okay, so I actually did see this like in threads and stuff because I did mm-hmm. my research. Okay. We do research. It's weird. Yeah. But um, 1939 is where the era is set because they show um, The Wizard of Oz. Okay. Colorized version. Yeah. And they also show another movie. Oh, I can't remember I didn't what know they movie showed they. Movie. Th- there are references to another movie that cemented in nineteen, but aren't as obvious as Wizard of Oz. <laughs> yeah, but the whole thing is that they also in this movie don't show in nineteen thirty nine the the established efforts of the Germans like gearing up to make war. They don't show that kind of stuff. So it's it's wildly believed that wildly is my new violently apparently okay that um it's gearing up in an alternate 1939 mm-hmm. and that was also my belief as i was watching it i was like this is reality that took a different course right and because obviously was, hindenburg has not blown up because they decided to name the, two hindenburg, other ships yeah, over it i was like that's the opening scene yeah. hindenburg 3 and, is docking um, at Empire State Building. And it also, uh, I believe this whole thing is my interpretation of it because there's so many German influences. And actual, the German influences. There's just German this, language yeah. being spoken throughout the yeah. whole thing. So, like, the, I have 5.1 surround sound, and literally, <laughs> people are talking in German, like, like huh. in the background. I'm Was like, oh shit. Oh, God. <laughs> Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Where best you comes from? No, I messed up. That's right. Through. You can. Oh, um, this is where you get to use your accent. Yeah, I know. I get to know a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um. But the whole idea of this, what my interpretation was, is that Germany rose to power, but they never let Hitler go through with it. Mm-hmm. And Germany kind of had um, an uprising of being great, but they didn't have they it annihilated Nazis and Germ. Um, 
Oh, I almost said Germany. They annihilated Nazis and Hitler, and they actually just rose to power like Germany currently. Like a normal – Yeah. Yeah, because they, they, they do that in um, newspaper flashes that they were attacked as well. Yes. So, like, they're not the ones really So my doing interpretation it. is that, like, they eliminated the whole Nazi issue. Right. But Germany still was like, we can do great too. Right. And so the world progressed without World War II. And it's kind of my idea of just coincidental yeah. that the yeah. villain is German. But I did read that this movie is supposed to be um, a little bit of a throwback to what they call space operas, which we've already covered one. Okay. Can you guess what our one space opera was? Our one space opera? You mean like Flash Gordon? Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So that kind of like grand, um, not really like. Earth kind is an of idea. surreal, yeah. Yes, Earth is an, is an idea, but science has blown out of everything that science has ever known. Sure. And uh, that's the idea of it, right? But this is also supposed to be a throwback to, like, that film noir, the idea that, like, anything can happen in the future, even though this movie did come out in, in uh, 2004. Yeah, 2004. Yes, yes. Um, so it's supposed to be a throwback to this, even though the entire movie is blue screen. So this even predates 300, which was like the the very first. Yeah, that's the one Sin that people. City 300 yeah. and were like the first idea of blue screen. I can't mm-hmm. remember which comes All first. All done but... better when yeah. it comes to graphics. Yeah. And this film, we'll get to it in our reviews, but like. It didn't do blue screen any sort of greatness, but it was the it was a very early take on blue screen. When you when you say early take, I'm going to tell you how early it feels. It feels like a movie. Every graphic feels like a pre visualization (laughs) graphic. Yeah. Right. Everything looks like when you see. Well, nowadays you don't usually see pre vis. Um. What previs? I tried to. I tried to do a brief. It didn't work. Okay, got to do episodes where it's like we've had a few. Yeah, we haven't had a few <laughs> because we've no. had a few. Is like we watch a movie that happens and it's like what's going on? It's crazy. <laughs> like, it's just previs everything, and then they were like, "What's crazy?" And that's my best Bill Cosby, and I didn't intend for it to be Bill no. Cosby. That's good. What's going on with the? Probably the Jello. We just love Jello in this episode. <laughs> Unrelated to yeah. this movie whatsoever. It is a um, a no, few in. We'll call it a if few you, in. Uh, meaning, like nowadays, when you see pre-visualization, I, I, it's just a slur, dude. That's fine. Um, if you see that, if you see previs, then. It's because you're watching, say, like the Star Wars deleted scenes, and they're like, "Yeah, they're deleted. We're not going to spend the time to do that." Right? This looks like the finished product, and it's previs. So this entire movie, it it had like a six minute ish, um, and I say ish because like I read all the fun facts, but there are so many fun facts about this movie that like I read all of them, but half of them were like it was a B. 12 bomber that he painted like a f12 this yeah. and it was it's actually like the people who 14, are like 13 like gun fanatics and yeah. stuff too everything yeah. about war everything about like the countries everything about like pilots and if they could actually fly underwater like that stuff kind of like was I love half how we're of the questioning that yeah well it's not that i'm questioning but i'm saying like that was like the fun facts of half of it and like that stuff doesn't stick to my brain and so that's where i'm like 
Oh God, that's why like all of the fun that's facts. That's not going to be like, up on AMC's like pre-movie trivia. Yeah, but like <laughs> that's why it's like the majority of the fun facts I go in saying like ish, which I miss pre-movie yeah. trivia. That's like not. Oh, a that thing was so fun anymore. because you see two movies and you know all the trivia for the next month and mm-hmm. you feel really smart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was the original question? I got to sidetrack. Well. Just we're talking about the graphics here. Oh, so the original like idea for the graphics, it was shot on like I said, six ish minutes. See, I'm back into it. But a six ish minutes in front of like a blue screen and then he made it and he sent it off to a company and they were like, Yeah, we can do this, but like no actual um production company is going to back us. And so they they but they went with it, they rolled with it, and even Gwyneth Paltrow was like, I'll sign a um in 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 an independent contract, uh, what is that called? An independent uh, contract. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you got it, I buddy. I fucked up. You got it. An independent contract where like she'll get paid the wages of an independent movie, not like a movie that was like signed. Got like it. they couldn't get any um, lower budget distribution. She'll... What is it? Distribution from um. From a major studio? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is going to be the fun but then episode they got, where I forget But then they did word. because, I mean, it's Paramount by yeah. the end. So I guess. But at the start, they did not have distribution rights. Got it. Or okay. not distribution, but distribution It's like when yeah. when when Tarantino or Kevin Smith went to Sundance with like yeah. their first film and then Dimension was like, you're mine now. Yeah. Which that's basically Harvey Weinstein's M.O. Uh-oh. <laughs> You're mine yeah. now. Yeah. Um, hey, sit on this couch. Take your shirt off. I'll enjoy it. Well, I like bathrobes. Um, so let's dive in, shall we? Okay. Let's drop some bombs. So the second this movie starts, my initial first reaction was, cool it on the Instagram filters. <laughs> and you know what this movie did not do? Cool it on the Instagram filters? They did not do that at all. Right? Everything, What's that, X-Pro 2? Yeah. Everything <laughs> is hazy. Everything is like, um, no, what is it, Wayfair? Which mm-hmm. I, have to, I I almost want to pull up Instagram and like jokingly post a photo just to see what is the like the like noir. Oh, we should post a photo of whatever. ourselves in, in like super glossy, super like yeah. very defined. Super airbrushed too? Yeah. Defined but airbrushed, but also um, a little bit gray. So it's like a dog but... Snapchat filter, then that gets put over into Instagram's X Pro Two. <laughs> Let me tell you right now, if but anyone's... doesn't have the original. Remember the original Instagram had the uh, the like uh, where it was like the camera number designations, oh, like yeah. where it looked like it was an old negative, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a but thing. You now, said dog but... Snapchat, but honestly, if anyone ever puts that dog filter on uh, anything, do you ever come across a? You ever do this? You ever come across? I I, I mean I can make a whole show a, like, of hating on dog filters. Don't do it. Yeah, you know what don't. makes me think of? Yeah, high school. You're a high schooler on Tinder. Yeah, I, I'm still on Tinder. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is my other. Are thing. Are dudes doing it on Tinder? Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay, this is my other thing. On Tinder, people either post pictures of them with exotic animals. Great. Well, that's a thing. Cool. Tiger. You went to it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You went to a zoo, and you had a friend there, and you got to pet a tiger. Great. Cool. I don't care. Maybe Which means that tiger, tiger I'll is care. drugged as um, Also, the only time that I've ever been interested is a guy that was an actual zoologist. And like he was meeting oh. with animals. And I was like, yes, do it. He's Get it a in. He's a zoologist. Yeah. I'm not a zoologist. 
<laughs> right? The actual time we used <laughs> I the know, real right? one. And then um, the other thing that pisses me off is obviously the filter, the dog filter. And then third thing that pisses me off, inflatable flamingo. Oh, in a inflatable pool? pizza, inflatable flamingo, inflatable donut. I have. I a don't want to see it. I have a donut. I don't want to see it on your on your fucking Tinder. No, it's I don't want to see it in real life. It's not fun just no, as a picture. That is not like. I just I hate. Mm-hmm. I have inflatable donut if uh, uh, glasses, like not glasses, yeah. but the oh, glass holders. Yeah, we yeah. have inflatable swans that are like glass holders. Let and me those t- are hilarious. Let me tell a you, swans holding your drink. Can I tell you what doesn't work? Yeah. Inflatable swan glass yeah. holders because oh, water. They, <laughs> they need to have like a a submerged lower half so the drink actually sits lower in the water. It doesn't then like sitting I mean, it still in the circle. Splashes all over the yeah. place. But also, um, you know what? If your profiles, if your pictures on your dating profile mm-hmm. don't show you, don't put them on there. If they're all close ups of yourself, stop wearing glasses in all six photos. Yeah, if they're all close ups of yourself, if you're all wearing glasses. If, like, I don't put group photos up of myself because I don't want you to know, like, I'm the ugliest of my friends, which, you know, that's fine. But show some background. Show that you've traveled. Don't make it a close-up of you in a bed. Yeah. Sorry. That's my dating right, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome <laughs> to Bonds Away, the only <laughs> podcast where we talk about the shittiest Tinder profiles that you could possibly imagine. <laughs> Oh, I legit grabbed my book. Like, I was like, we're redoing the intro. No, I wanted to do a show and watch. I'm putting it out in the universe. And if I don't do it right now, I wanted to. Well, don't say it then. It won't be out in the universe. Well, just say it. Like, maybe maybe somebody would be like, oh, yeah, you should do it. I want to do a show of like, like, even though at the end of the day, I'm not like, quote unquote, successful because I don't have a significant other yet. Hey, success is just how you feel. Right. But um, I wanted to do a show where I give advice on, like, the do's and don'ts of, like, like, you shouldn't be doing this dog filters and stuff like that. Don't post six photos of you laying in your bed or at your house. That's weird, too. I only have selfies on my profile, but you know what? My selfies are in, like, Multiple different locations. Also, don't post a picture of like, here's you laying on your stomach, face like at the camera, but we can see your ass and panties in the background. Like, and then complain on same profile of like, no more dick pics. Yeah. Also, (laughs) um, don't post photos of only you with three to seven other people. What are you going to do? Hope you get the best person out of that group photo. Yeah. No, I'm no, not taking you those never chances. Do. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. like, then I swipe right and it's the cross-eyed fucker with hey. receding hairline <laughs> and uh, five teeth. Welcome to Bonds no Away. No offense <laughs> to anyone that has all of that, but sorry. <laughs> God. <laughs> Fuck. Oh my I God. I gotta jump in on that show. <laughs> I'll complain for days. I love complaining. Yep, yep. Anyways, Sky Captain in the world tomorrow. <laughs> he flies, he does things. Sky Captain Polly's in the world there, of left shit. swipes. Yeah. <laughs> and the love of apps. Yeah. So, anyway, that's what this is. That's the filters that's in. So, let's yeah. dive into the plot ah! now, right? Like, that's what it is. Oh, that was like a 13 minute sidetrack. Now nah, it's fine. <laughs> I, was, I got sweaty being so mad. You know what people say? You know what? I'll tell you what people say. People go. You know, you guys like make fun of yourselves so much as you go on tangents. They're like, "That's some of the best the parts." Are fun. And I'm like, "That's the best parts." Maybe it's we shouldn't so do this show, and yeah. we should just do the tangent show. Yeah, <laughs> uh, tweet us if you'd be down for that. Meanwhile, you know? the uh, the recording just to go back to that is like, "Ow, ow, ow, ow." 
Oh, it'll find it'll normalize We are. Out. We're spiky. It'll we're spikier out. than a cactus. We're spiky than normal? No, actually, like, I haven't heard anything bad, so. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, Hindenburg 3 arrives in uh, New York, and uh, its docking station is the tip, tip top of the Empire State Building, right? And I love that as it docks, like, there's just a dude that has to hang on to a rope being like, oh, my God, just everybody get off. I just, uh. I got it. <laughs> I got it. Like, he's just there. Like, it it docked. It went inside it established the scientist or the doctor that is going to be kidnapped, right? Then went back outside as people were exiting the thing. And there's just this guy like, oh, God! <laughs> like, like, I know it's technically just a big balloon, but at the same time, like, throw a cleat. There, we established yeah, you, like, we established cleats in cleats. April Fool's yeah. Day. April Fool's Day shows that like I know what cleats are. But Throw at, a cleat. But at Drop the same time, it's weird because it's like, here's a movie that keeps showing... This movie Blind shows things. this 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 movie shows things that are hovercrafts yeah. eventually, right? But there's still a guy like, oh my god, yeah. just I need a cleat. <laughs> I wish I had something to tie off to. Right. Yeah. So also in this movie, every single person who reads a note, that note is spotlighted. Yeah. <laughs> it also okay. So in this first scene, the only thing that really pissed me off was everything but at the same time he writes a note he's like talking to this officer in german he's like make sure that and that's just me like he's obviously very clearly speaking german he's speaking real german and there's subtitles yeah i'm speaking subtitles which is like like, the only time in the movie that has subtitles so it's like why did you even do it but in this scene like i'm speaking subtitles and he's like make sure that the doctor only gets this note and the other guy's like yes mein fan which (laughs) is like my own combination of Flind yeah. and hair. Not that tickets. doesn't make sense. I'm, I, we yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. This, is a, this is an episode. This sure, is a sure, five sure. deep episode. Sure. Um, so then you see the note. The note's written in English. And the German officer is like, <laughs> oh, I know English too. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, no. And he looks back at the guy and the guy's gone. And he's like, mm, yep. oh, scheisse. Das ist not gut. Yep. <laughs> That's my Jamanglish, which yeah. is the next. Uh, Jamanglish. It's the sequel to to Spanglish. Yes. Yeah, 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 Thank yeah. You. I got you. I got you. <laughs> Which I mistakenly saw that movie and was very let down. Oh yeah. But I also feel like I shouldn't have seen it as a 14-year-old. No. <laughs> and also Sandler has a weird relationship with Samuel Hayek apparently because oh, yeah. she's in three movies of his. So, okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, back right? to the movie we're not talking about today. <laughs> we refuse to talk about this movie because okay, isn't it also weird? I said it in I it probably got glossed over because of our weird like voice, radio voice. Yeah. But this movie has a 71% fresh. I Okay, so actually, <laughs> I did do some research on this. Um people hold it very high as a cult classic. This is something that people actually do that. love. And I can see it if you strip away the the bad filters, mm-hmm. if you strip away the like the bland hero. He's yeah. so bland. Yeah, the bland hero. Oh my hero. god, he should have been like Han Solo-esque, you yeah. know? Chris Pine-esque And even. he wasn't even that. But if you also like you strip away um the I don't, you have to strip away too much for it to be a good movie. Yes. Essentially. Right? But it's it's very cult just because just because, and this is my opinion, not everyone's opinion, but I also do think other people yeah. agree on this. Um, 
it's uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. That echo was my burping. Um, because it is so, uh, it's so true to the roots of where it's trying to come from. I can from. see that. I mean, to the point of, like, when anybody points to the sky, there's, like, three fingers, like, three hands pointing in the sky or, like, three guns pointing yeah. up to the sky. That's very, like, Stalin poster-esque yeah. even, you know? like, yeah. And even they did pull inspiration from Superman comics that were in, yeah. the, like, 1920s to 1940s. If this was a, okay. They wanted it to be very rooted in that era. If this was a Superman... Yeah. This is what I said. If this was a... This looks like remember Batman the animated series in ninety two, like that Batman, the one that like everybody loves, like yeah. where Mark Hamill was the Joker, and this is where Mark Harley... Hamill is the Joker. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. right. He's the only yeah. Joker. <laughs> and... Well, Mark Hamill and um, well, w- I'm I'm like go ahead. No, I just can't think of his name. Uh huh. Um, I'm just waiting Joker... to see which one. No, no, the Joker from uh, The Dark Knight. Oh, yeah. Um, Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. Yeah. Those are my only two Jokers. Okay. Well, also, mm, you know what? Actually, I take back. I have three Jokers. Mm-hmm. The third Joker is, um, oh, my God. Nicholson? Yes, Jack Nicholson, who literally uh... looks exactly like my grandpa. Okay. <laughs> With the white face? Because <laughs> no. he's dead. No, my grandpa actually. <laughs> my grandpa is dead. No, right? <laughs> I was he's like, white. He's pale. He's dead. You know? No, but he actually he does look almost exactly like Jack Nicholson. Yeah. So <laughs> which which is also like which um... is why I think I love him. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, there's a line in here too where the um uh where she says the the scientist nearly w- went white when he said Todenkoff, and I'm like. That's weird because he's usually pale because of the tone of this entire movie. Right. You know um, what Totenkopf means in German? Uh, uh, no. Tot means dead. Uh huh. Toten means to be dead or to die, and, or Toten is the verb for dead, and uh, Kopf is head. Yeah. So it's dead head. Okay. It's literally dead head. Sure. <laughs> so you ever had dead head? It sucks. No. God, use your tongue. Oh, <laughs> I've had scrapies. I don't like scrapies with teeth. Teeth scrapies. Scrapping head. Scrapping uh, scrap cough. Scrapping scrap cough. That's just me making up things. Scrapping dog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, back to the movie. Robots attack. <laughs> okay. No. So, um, now we're introduced to Polly Perkins, played yes. by Gwyneth Paltrow. Right. Polly Perkins is a newspaper uh, reporter. Right. And her editor. Is Dumbledore without a beard? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, Michael Gambon. Yeah, yeah, who was the second Dumbledore? The one that we all pretty much like. Isn't it weird? Like when the other Dumbledore died, See, we just forgot that he is the but Dumbledore. This is what's weird that like as I was watching this movie, Open I was the like, bombs away. The twentieth hate- <laughs> tangent we've done in yeah. one show. <laughs> I thought he was the original Dumbledore, and I was like, oh, he's no. dead now. Yeah, and then I was like. Oh shit! No, he's not no. dead. Whoops! Right? Basically, yeah. he solidified more Dumbledore, of the Dumbledore yeah. that we know, right? And he didn't get more. Like, I yeah. mean, he got four movies to the other guys too. But, but this still. is only this is his only part in the movie. He's like, Polly, right. don't get hurt, I, and then we and, never right? hear from him and again. And I feel like I'm like, yeah. why did you even use that guy? Yeah. Like he's. Like I thought he was going to play a bigger part later because of how I know him as an importance as an yeah. actor, right? So Polly's like, hey, I got a big case. Um, someone just left me a note about going to a movie theater. It was spotlighted, go so I need yeah. to go and see it. It means it's important. Right. But she goes there. She goes to the movie theater. She meets a guy, and he's like, 
hey, I'm part of Order 11, Elite 11. Oh, you, and, you got more information than I did. I was like, he's a doc- he says he's a doctor because he's like, hey, I'm very <laughs> adamant about making sure that you call me doctor. So, yeah, but he's part Hair of Elite, Elite 11, which there's seven of them. So, yeah, that's smart, I guess. Whatever. Sure. And um, all of them have gone missing except for this one last doctor. And right. he hands her. Meanwhile, I this is what this is why I'm surprised you anything. paid attention yeah. because they're at the movie theater and Wizard of Oz is actually. Oh, you on think the I'm screen. gay enough to watch Wizard of Oz? No, it was not a stereotype. Because uh, <laughs> I've seen it a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I have seen it a lot. Yeah, that's the part that's on too. Is like her going through Munchkin Land. Yeah, right. So. so you know when they first touched down in 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 not in Kansas, Kansas. <laughs> yeah in in Oz um but um the thing about this is that i'm surprised that you pulled so much about yeah. the like seven doctors and stuff like that because the film is showing the wizard of oz so blatantly has like behind them three fifths of the screen is Wizard of Oz, okay. and one fifth is devoted Let's to Polly, and one fifth okay. is devoted to this man, and it's literally the sides <laughs> of their head with the movie in the background, and, and you're the like, movie part. That's God, playing, I just want to watch Dorothy. She's right? beautiful, and they're talking right. So it's like, yeah, it's it's two it's, side profiles of their face, super close up, right? It's and the best them, colorized version of Dorothy I've ever seen. Right, I want to watch and, that movie. And, and what's happening is that the Glinda the Good Witch is coming in the bubble that moment and so it's a giant fucking bubble behind them also so the only thing i could think of this scene is um because we hear are you a good witch or a bad bitch and that's i just ruined it for myself i literally only overheard are you a good bitch or a bad bitch (laughs) instead of good witch or a bad witch. well i i kept thinking i'm like these two assholes keep talking while I'm trying to watch yeah, the Wizard of Oz. I know. I was like, get out of the screen. And they're in like the front row of yeah. like the mezzanine row of five or seven. I don't really know what mezzanines are made right. of. But so like all of a sudden sirens start going off. The doctor runs out and he's like, the countdown is almost near. And she picks up like <laughs> schematics for a robot. She says the word Totenkopf. Yeah. Totenkopf. Sure. Yep. Deadhead. He says. Did and I say she? Yeah. He says Someone the word Totenkopf. So they all right? run out, and they, it turns out there's flying robots overhead. And I was Which like, do all right. not reappear in the film at all. Yeah. Like, they – well, they, they do in they these, like, progress. air raid attacks, right? Well, they progress throughout well, the film because there's the hangar where they've captured all of the robots that they've captured throughout the decades of right. them attacking. I've seen that. And they've gotten smarter and smarter. And then the next version Which of it also doesn't is make the one that we see in the, the hangar – no, it does not. Right, but I was how are they to progressing? It. Yeah. Um, oh shit! How are they progressing? Mm-hmm. Who is building this new robot? Who is building oh, the fuck. new robots? Oh my god! Is a robot building new robots? All right. Oh, spoiler. because well, no, we're gonna spoil this one. Fine, fuck it. It doesn't matter. It's not like April Fool's Day. April Fool's Day was a good, solid like. Let's keep the secret. Okay, so basically, Totenkopf is a guy who thirty years ago wanted to. I think we can save this. Don't. Okay. Okay. Don't. All right. We can save it? I got so aggressive. All right. We can save this. This is another um, spoiler free. Okay. So, but we can speed. It is a challenge. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, this movie also has, like I said, the spotlight. There's, I feel like there's a guy who's like, all right, bring in the spotlight guy. But this is what I think what was done in movies of that time. Well, yes, but they put a spotlight on something. Like, all right, spot his eyes. 
Spider's yes. eyes, only eyes. But that's part of it. No, I it's know. That noir but like, thing. it's it's very. I did appreciate parts of it. Yes. But I did not appreciate the CGI. I didn't appreciate how corny it was. Yeah. Because I know all of these actors and actresses. Angelina Jolie was the best part about this film, and she's usually monotone. I actually liked uh, Gwyneth Paltrow the most. Really? I thought she was too flat. At the start, she was very flat. In the rest of it, I think she did well. I uh, The only thing I'm like, Jesus, bitch, get over it, is her jealousy. Oh, my God. The love-jealousy <laughs> triangle. When it's obvious that Jude Law was very much in love with Dex, mm-hmm. Giovanni Ribisi. Oh, it was a male-male is. relationship. Oh, it should have been a gay relationship, 100%. <laughs> Because they would have had the best sex. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I got so aggressive. So um, these these giant iron giant type robots. Are iron marching... giant is exactly what I was trying to connect to. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I couldn't think of the name. No, it's and it fine. made me upset because I knew it was in that stupid new movie. Mm-hmm. Hey, oh, Ready Player One. Yeah, yeah, Ready Player None. Yeah, <laughs> like just uh, yeah, I'll get into that. You guys want to hear my Ready Player One? I'll do like a live like little yeah. thing on Instagram. Uh, uh, that's another thing uh, I'll advertise at the end. But um, so basically, these Ooh, iron giants are marching that. down yeah. the right, and they're like, "Call in, Sky Captain!" And uh, Sky Captain comes in his like in his World War Two plane. He comes in his plane. Yeah, just straight up, just all over the windshield. No, he never. No, <laughs> we're um, both gross. Uh, yeah, he flies in. He tries to save. He uses a bunch of different tactics. He has like, like a oh, trip got wire. A yeah, he's got Blah. a trip wire type device, yeah. right? But this is the thing: is like he has very Bond esque things yeah. on his stuff, like, but never any on his person. Only yeah. on his plane, right? Meanwhile, Polly is like, "I got to get the best shot." Oh, I'll run along with these robots. She's overly Ooh, obsessed like, with the her robots. camera, like. She's through this whole movie. running through the middle of the robots that are literally, like, zapping and killing people. And she's like, I'll be fine. I just got to get, like, the story. Yeah. She's constantly after the for story. For me, that's forgivable. Like, whatever. That's whatever. Because that's her thing. That's the lowest lane of the... Yeah, but even then, it's like, God, Polly, shut yeah. up. So, um, after this, uh, of course, Sky Captain takes down only one of the giants... Um, the Iron Giants. He blows the foot off. Right. And the rest of them accomplish their mission and just get out of there. Right? So he he touches down. He meets uh, Polly. I well, always want to call her touch, Pepper. No, he doesn't touch down to meet Polly. He goes back to his home base. That's right. Which is by the mountains right outside of New York. Yep. Uh, yeah, sure. sure. Cool. Snow-covered right? mountains right outside of New Meanwhile, York. Meanwhile, like a news report is like, the only one that can save us is Scar, Captain. Yeah. Right? And you're like, okay, we get it. He's the hero. Like, <laughs> But he's just not a hero to me. Yeah. Like, Jude Law is literally just walking it, through this part. Yeah. It makes it really seem like Sky Captain is the guy to save all everything. But it's sure. very much like... It's just a pilot that is determined. Well, he's only one part of a major like Power Ranger force. There's Sea Captain, Land Captain. <laughs> Which we did not introduce right, because but, they don't exist. Wait, but he's also Sea Captain yeah. because his plane he can go underwater. He doesn't there's like he's not doing anything special. He's just brave. Yeah. And it's not even he's like He's just kinda of ballsy. That's it's not it. even like a brave kind no. of brave. It's just like, well, I guess I'll do that. Right. So meanwhile, uh, he he goes to his base, and that's like uh, he has brought back the downed robot, right? Yeah. And then it's got an extra chromosome. We meet Dex, which is uh, uh, 
uh, Giovanni uh, Ribisi. Yeah, he's our smart guy. Right. He's which, like the techno guy. Yeah, yeah. Giovanni. It's very much like a stupid James Bond 1930s. Yeah, show. I guess. Like, Dex oh. has been in some shit that I'm very in on. Oh, he's yeah. He's so hot. He, also, the Avatar really sad movie. that the top of his credits are Avatar 2, 3, 4, 5. <laughs> like, oh my God. I love how it says filming, filming, filming. Like, we promise yeah. it's filming. We promise. Right. Also, Avatar Five, two thousand twenty-five. Like, oh my I God. might be dead by then. Like, I don't care. No, I mean that's giving it a little <laughs> bit extra time. But yeah, yeah. He's the like I remember him as uh, Donnie from Ted Two and Ted One. He's the guy yeah. who kidnaps Ted. Um, things like that. I. But either what, way, didn't he play some mentally? That sounds familiar. Less character. I feel like he was in uh, Green Mile. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, he did something. Yeah. We'll come back to it later. But Not on this yeah, podcast. He's the James Bond, James Bond-esque. Like, basically, anytime somebody's like, how'd you get this weird gadget? He's like, Dex was bored one day. Yeah. He keeps like, th- it's a throwaway line, too. But the only thing Dex creates is like, submerged plane and laser ray. A helicarrier, too. Helicarrier? He what? said he says that that Dex was responsible for the British helicarrier oh, helicarriers, okay. you well, know, I'll take it. which is I'm like Three I think Stan Lee movie. is respons- yeah. responsible for the helicarrier. Yeah. Not sure. Three things, sure. Right? So anyway, um, so they go back to so his Sky Captain, landing. yes, okay, also known as Joe. <laughs> Yeah. Right. I was like, oh, God, what a oh, plain it, name. Right. Sorry, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> but no, if he if his name was like Joe something, they don't even reveal his last name. Right. So like it does seem boring because yeah. his name is Joe. Right. So now uh, Polly's like, hey, like we're going to join forces on this story. Why? Because like it turns out that uh, Polly and Sky Captain have dated, and Sky Captain apparently cheated on on Polly. Well, he's and... had a past with her, right? And we don't actually know if they cheated, but like there are three months where we don't know. But she carry underwooded his plane. But yeah, she did. <laughs> but this is also yeah. where like I think that like there was something they could have easily been like, oh, those three months that I was with her. I was learning how to tango to dance with you. Like something shit like that is what they could have done. But it Maybe. was literally like no, those three months you cheated I was fucking and... a different di- bitch. Yeah. Well, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, fine. <laughs> I guess you're being ruthless. I took a Louisville slug and all four wings. <laughs> like, four wings? Four wings. It's the plane that she sabotages. All right, okay. So basically she sabotaged his fuel line in his plane because he cheated on her in the past and which caused him to crash land and become a, a prisoner of war for six months. P-O-Dub. In, yeah. A pow. Right? So, like, he's really pissed at her, right? Yeah. Which, understandable. Like, that was a bit much. And they, like, have a plane. Like, yeah. there's no way that you sabotage a plane and it goes well for people most of the time. But also, That's like, murder. Hey, this thing is flying in the sky. Let me just pull this cord and be like, ha ha, gotcha. Yeah. No, it's not April Fool's Day on a fucking island. Yeah, right? No. So um, they join forces, and they go to the last living scientist that she met earlier, yeah. right? Now, when they get there, the scientist has now, like, he's been attacked by some, like, assassin lady in a cloak. Okay, so they walk in, t- well, they break into the scientist apartment. Yeah. And they're like, we're going to find him. And they're like, oh, my God. 
they find a miniature elephant. Why oh my God. is this elephant miniaturized? So this elephant is miniaturized in a throwback to a, um, a, a quote-unquote space, uh, space opera-esque comic or book. No, no, no. It's a book. To where it's like an evil scientist was miniaturizing animals and stuff. So it is actually a throwback. So it doesn't to really apply to the plot of it the movie. It doesn't. It really doesn't. And because, I thought it would. Because yeah. I, I, I did too. Like, like if they when miniaturize the reveal them happens, to do the thing, right? They do. To, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would have loved that. Yeah. Yes. But it doesn't. It doesn't. Right? Yeah. Unless he's the last part of the solution. Yeah. Because he's a miniaturizationer. But <laughs> I don't know. know. I don't know miniaturization. Yeah. We'll talk about it. The miniaturization doesn't actually play into. In fact, because of how long this plan has taken place, you know, this is really hard when we're not does. like yeah. we're not when we're not revealing. It's I'm really hard. It. It's fine. Okay, it's, we're gonna do it. All right. So, um, meanwhile, the assassin has attacked yeah. the um, the last scientist, and I After guess they've killed been him. In the, well, they've been in the office for about five minutes, yeah, and then all of a sudden they hear like an attack going on in the other room, and they're like, "Oh no!" And well, the this doctor is hard stumbles too. Why out. would the they assassin him. kill him if yeah. they need him? Well, I don't think it's killing him because the the doctor they well, are it wants the 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 there are the vials. MacGuffin yeah right there's there's basically like two like can bullet canisters of some sort vials that, yeah vials I guess uh, but they look um, like there's some big slugs. vials of things oh it's the They're DNA, DNA of ancestors the DNA yes. of Adam and Eve right whoops right? but oh no it's fine. Yeah, we um, find that out later, but it's essentially the DNA of Adam and Eve. Right now, it's the MacGuffin. You don't know what it is, but um, he hands it to her, being like, keep it safe. Protect these two. Anytime somebody says, make me a promise, you're about to yeah. die. Yeah. <laughs> so, But the movie is pre- presented as, like, keep them safe. As yes. It's like, it's multiple people. It's someone. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, no, these things are people. Right, are, but it's sucks. Sky Captain confronts yeah. the assassin thing and uh, or runs the assassin away. lady, and she runs away. That's it, right? Um, now attack two on New York City. Right now, I don't know about you. How how do birds fly? A flapping. Right, but why are they able to fly? They don't weigh a lot. They have hollow bones. Yeah. Right. I've so got hollow burn bones that break <laughs> every single time I move and someone touches me. Did you ever watch Thirty Rock? Uh, barely. I oh, do there's not a good like hollow Tracy Morgan. Bone. That's fair. <laughs> He's very irritating. But yeah. there's a hollow bird bone. Also, that show yeah. like sold me a bad bill of go- goods when it first came on because it said that it was supposed to be like here's a funny take on the inside looks of Saturday Night Live. Oh, and I was no, like, it's not. No. It is definitely no. not. It's like some shitty knockoff Saturday Night no. Live plus like Tonight Show. Like it's a wacky, quirky. No, it's no. not a Saturday Night Live knockoff. There are some it Saturday Night been. Live jokes in it, but it's not. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway. Yeah. But, so basically, yeah. there are these planes by the villains, right? That flap their wings like birds. It's like someone, it's like flapping its wings like no one has ever actually witnessed a bird fly, but they've heard about birds flying. <laughs> right? Because like, it is like huge like, sweeps. But it's like also like the wings are like doing the wave, like instead of actually like flapping and like going behind them, it's like directly straight out doing like the wave of like. Well, okay. Birds no. also like, you know, it's this like. 
all bones are like moving in this fluid like wave like yeah. motion. These are like stiff steel wings that are on a joint that yeah. are like rant rant rant. And no, I'm sorry. No. They don't work. They don't it would not work, especially in 1939. Like uh pretty sure that Today, we still don't have Flappy Bird wings yeah. for a reason, you know? That and the fact that we, as a race at that point, not as a race, like a human race, we we had figured out flight already. Yeah. And it was working just fine. Like, why did we reinvent the why wheel? Did we why did we reinvent we the wing? Fly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so then we get this whole, um, they're attacking, but they're not attacking New York. They're attacking... Um, they're attacking the well. They're attacking Sky field. Captain's yeah. spaceship field, Sky Captain's spaceship base field. back yeah, home, spaceship field, right? Because they want to. It seems like just kidnap Dex. Yeah, more than anything. Meanwhile, Dex has figured out a way to trace the, where the well, signal's needs, like, origin is. He, they just need to be close enough to track the the plane that's transmitting. Right. There's an and audio start, signal in the yeah. baseline of the audio that he recorded and he goes this i think is controlling the machines yeah so if you can if sky captain you can keep close to the lead machine that's like broadcasting it or whatever we can then trace it back to its source he traces it back to nepal right but immediately after he traces it back and marks it on the map um the assassin assassin chick shows up kidnaps him and he is well, gone. The assassin chick breaks in, and then a robot grabs him by his leg while right. he's still holding the With, like, the some map. snake tent, ro- like, yeah. metal tendons, which I'm like, also, that's not how yeah. metal works. So, Dex is holding this map piece and yes. looking at his hand, looking at the lady, and then it cuts to the other people. And Polly and our sky captain are battling the robots. Mm-hmm. Polly's in the airplane with him, and... They're flying through New York. It's not real New York, though. No. The well, guy no. that, like, Nothing's made this... Nothing's real yeah. in The guy that movie. made this, though, was like, I'm making New York. Also, um, I've never been to New York. Really? Yeah. Is that part of the trivia? Actually, yeah. Wow. During this time, he had never been to New York. But, I mean, that kept it true to, like, the 1930s, 40s version sure. of New York. So then, like, they're battling the robots. The robots actually, like, take the generators from New York. And, yeah, so the Iron Giant yeah. one... No, no, it's not the Iron Giant. The Iron Giant ones uh, surfaced the, yeah. these generators, right? Which also... Who cares about the generators? That's not a thing in the movie either. Yeah. Like, well, I understand... Well, it is, it is yeah. in a way of the fact that for the past three years, apparently, these Iron Giants and, and other robots have been collecting resources yeah. for some unknown thing, right? But I'm like, these generators is your last task before right. it goes off into space? Yeah. Like, pretty sure that's, like, top I, on the list. I really don't understand it, but then I also can understand it once they actually introduce, like, how all of it has been happening. Right. So, um... So, basically, they, Sky Captain gets um, shot, like a bullet shot yeah. in the wing, which causes gasoline to leak out, and then it catches fire, right? Yeah. He's going to go down, so he pulls a lever, and the plane immediately does a nosedive and um, is able to become submergible. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm okay with it, right? What I'm actually not okay with is that, like, it goes underwater – 
has one scene where she's like, you could have told me about the submergible airplane instead, instead of, being of letting an me asshole. ship my pants. Right? Yeah. And <laughs> right? he's like, well, uh, kind of had to do it. But also, I'd be like, trust me, like, I did a nosedive, yeah. like, like on my own. I'm not suicidal. Yeah. You know, like, well, I think we're good. Plus, did you see Dex was making a laser? Yeah. So, like, we know what sure, we are doing. Right. A cue of Sky Captain World uh, is doing just fine. Trust yeah. me. You know, so like, but then what I had a problem with is that it seems to be able to launch itself out of the water like a rocket. Yeah. You get <laughs> and then speed, you can go anywhere, I guess. <laughs> right. I'm like, but there's no rocket like propulsion or anything that it just well, was, jumps out of the yeah. water and is like we're There's flying like, again the water proportion starts oh my god Propel- propulsion yeah the water propulsion part. propulsion propulsion yeah sure yeah we'll go with that um no they propelled themselves out of the water at like air quotes yeah. a good speed yeah and then kept going. So then they go back to the airbase, and they're like, it's everything's destroyed. been destroyed, yeah. but there are still robots here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, cool, sure. And yeah. then um, Polly's like, I know where Dex went. He chewed some bubble gum while he was being held upside down yeah. and holding the map piece and then stuck the bubble gum to the back of the map piece and put it underneath this piece of metal so that I could find... Meanwhile, he was also being held captive by a robot, and the henchman was watching him. So when the fuck did he do this? I don't know. He was holding the map piece while well, he was captured. Why couldn't the map have just been dropped on the ground? Yeah. Right? Like, just do that. That's yeah. what makes me so mad about it. Because that seems more hidden, and I probably wouldn't find it. He right? should have just, like, dropped it the second. Yeah, because they didn't know what he was doing. He was looking at a full map, and then all of a sudden he had <laughs> a little rip-out piece. piece. What oh, is going on? I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> so, on the piece, it gives the location of where they need like to Mount go next. Mount Everest, basically. It's Nepal. It, But on the little torn-out piece, it literally says Mount Everest. Oh, for sure. So, it's like, okay, go to Mount Everest. Right. And they do. They meet Joe's friends. Yeah. And Polly's like, I don't feel too good about this. And Joe's Which like, doesn't sure, amount do to it, anything because yeah. he turns out to be a decent dude. <laughs> well, he turns out to be a decent dude. The random dude's henchmen aren't good. Right. Yeah. But, okay, so they go into this mine. They find this mine in the middle of Nepal. Not yours. No, just mine. mine. Yeah. Just mine. And uh, I don't know. Shit happens. Like, some people betray them. Like, the mine, they wind up getting locked away in this dynamite, like, kind of, like, safe full of dynamite. The fuse is about to go off. You think we're glossing over, but it's literally just, like, the only thing from the scene that, like, I could want to remember is them being, like, this is the end. This is no man's land. You know the thing I remembered most about it? Is the fact that they they realize that they're in trouble, but Polly has gone away from the group, right? They shout Polly's name and it echoes through the mines, right? They like, hear nothing. Like she hears nothing, right? Yeah. But as soon as she screams, they hear that. Yeah. But before that, what's funny is they they're standing on like this mountain ridge and the guy's like, This is no man's land. Yeah, this is I where can't the see nothing. End, the world ends. This is where what does he say? This is where um society ends or something like that 
And then they turn around, and there's a fucking civilization mine, full city right behind them, with like a dome. Yeah, that's another thing. Is like, why design something that big and elaborate, and then like it's not going to be a part of anything? So it's not even going to get blown up. The design is supposed to be part of Tomorrowland. Basically, <laughs> it's supposed to be part of Tomorrowland in the snow. Fair. Yeah, which that's interesting. You've yeah. never seen Tomorrowland with snow on it. Well, uh, Disneyland Paris. Oh, really? Yeah, they. Yeah, oh, I didn't the know they had. Yeah. Seasons. It's really beautiful. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but they the basic like. But that's that's they're like steampunk Tomorrowland. But but it's supposed to be designed after like the yeah, World's yeah, Fair. Yeah, yeah. And so then they go in there. I thought it was Jules Verne. That mm, one. That was, was the World's that? Fair. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't remember which one because they or maybe that's Tokyo. The two different worlds. Is Jules Verne? Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah. And anyway, a little bit of Paris. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I know there's Space Mountain is one thousand leagues under. Yeah. Very minor ju- league baseball. <laughs> one yeah. thousand minor leagues under the sea. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um. And then we did it. Yeah. We won. We so, won the championship. Polly gets attacked by two Mongolians that steal her vials mm-hmm. and she's trapped and they in, hand like, them the... over to the assassin because she was there yeah. too they get trapped in a tnt room but mm-hmm. then luckily our like our actual mongolian friend guide unlocks us and sends us out yep and then, and then um the place explodes right um apparently it was a uranium mine I yeah. guess, right? So their clothes are contaminated. They're both, like, knocked out from the explosion. And then they wake up, and they're naked uh, due to the fact that now they're in Nepal's Shangri-La. They made it to Shangri-La, right? And so... Which is, like, they talked about it earlier in the film. They were like, this is the land that is supposed to be, like, magic and holy. And but who cares? every time someone gets <laughs> there, um, it's really great and stuff. But then, like... That does not come right back to because because basically they get to a an old wise man who is like deformed and dead on a almost dead on a bed right and he of course cryptically gives them a clue right because they're like yeah. I I he's like take basically this stick. he's like why good luck do you want to know about totem cough and he's like I want him to make him pay and he's like good call bro. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> you know, I do too, right? And he's like, take this staff; it will point the way. And I'm like, if you want yeah. Totem Cough dead, why don't you just tell him? Because then he has to figure out this whole puzzle, which he might never figure yeah. out. Like, it's so stupid when that kind of shit happens, where they're like, just tell me. Like, why does that have to be this old, ancient, mis- yeah. mystic, like riddle? Like, you want the same things I do, right? And then. And then this is my favorite part because I feel like that's like this is the movie. Like he didn't want to be in the movie. He's like, "You've done, I've done for you. Now you do for me." And he's like, "Anything." And he's like, "Hand job." <laughs> Did I ruin your joke? Yeah. Uh, well, there was no real joke because like the the real line is, "Kill me." Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, I "Yes, know. I get it." Like. I, I just think it's so funny. <laughs> like, so kill stupid. me. They won't kill me. I'm 600 also, fucking yeah. years old. So this is just um, for Jonathan and everyone out there. So I do a lot of, like, whenever we get to movies like this, I do a lot of eye rolls. But it's always in the middle of Jonathan, like, trying to make a point. 
And I don't want you to think that I'm eye rolling at you. I'm I, eye rolling. I at would the have movie. called you on it a long time ago I if I was. But a, it's like a, you were like, and then they do this, and I like did such a like, uh, right? Because uh, you know what's coming. Like I already know that you're. I, yeah. But like as you're describing the scene, it's just me being like, this is stupid shit. It's so it's dumb. Like, it seems like I would be doing it towards. Well, that's, you. but Na- Nepal I'm, is yeah. dumb altogether. Also because well, like Nepal I don't is not understand dumb. the scene in Nepal is dumb. Don't I, upset any of our listeners in Nepal. <laughs> we have right. none there. <laughs> we, we don't have, do it. They're monks. Yes. They're all monks. <laughs> they might listen on their um um. What is that thing that? the Amish do rumspringa <laughs> do monks have rumspringa no I hope they don't maybe they don't right? maybe they do I don't know <laughs> I've seen the golden it's called child it's called Nepalspringa <laughs> it's great Wait, they love it is, are, it's called Nepalspringa yeah so what you're saying is that the Amish are from rum <laughs> yeah <laughs> they love rum but they had to give it up for being Amish yeah anyway <laughs> the Nepal love Nepal, so they had to give it up. So after this, they're like, okay, let's go to where the staff, like, basically charted. The staff, like, told them to, like, I don't know, check the stars, the stars. It's right? stupid. Yeah. They don't even, like, show a scene of stars. No. They're just like, he maps oh, it out. follow maps. He literally like, figures it out in the cockpit with her behind him. It's not even like I was in a map room yeah. or something, right? But they don't have enough gas to get there, so right? he's, like, gonna call my friend Charlie. So did uh, um, is Morse code wireless? Frankie. Yeah. Not Charlie. Not Frankie. Charlie. But is Morse code wireless? Because he's using a Morse code machine in the airplane. Maybe. Like, boop, 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 boop. During and that he, time? Alternate time? Guys, yeah. this is one that we actually need you on. Was Morse code able to be sent via, like, I don't know, radio transmission? Yeah. Okay. Because if not, <laughs> uh, I guess it's um, the miracle of Dex again. Well, it's a, well, I mean, if you look at this movie, everything's the miracle of Dex. That's right. it. So, uh, yeah, they're going to run out of gas. So he Morse codes out to being like, uh, my friend Fr- uh, uh, Frankie will will save us, right? So they arrive, and then uh, Nick Fury and the Helicarriers yeah. show up. Frankie right? is Nick Fury 1.0. Holy shit, she's got an eye patch just like Nick Fury. It's a Helicarrier. Whoa. She's wearing the I leather. I didn't even she's connotate. She's sexy as hell. I did not connotate. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay, right? Yeah. All right, so he shows up, and it's obvious that Frankie – and uh, Sky Captain hooked up in the past. They're yeah. flirty, right? And Polly is just a vindictive, jealous bitch where it's like, get over it, girl. Like, yeah. And that gets annoying at this point because this is where it gets like, oh, full right? on Because it should be like, fun and Polly, funny. shut up. Yeah, it like, should be fun, but, but it's also, not. But also their entire relationship between Polly and Joe, the Sky Captain, has been like – Super downplayed. It's just been kind of like this fun, like, ha, 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 like banter at most. It's not even been, like, romantic. Right. So it's just, like, it's tiresome. Yeah. Right? It's not It's it's not even flirty. It's, it's like, like they hate each whenever other. Whenever you're driving and you only have two out of your four tires. Okay. It's tiresome. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, moving on. Um, Moving on. So now, um, basically... 
they are flying over top of what the, the what the base is, yeah. right? And Angelina Jolie as Frankie seems to know a hell of a lot about a base that they've never been to before, well, right? I, she's like, this island is heavily guarded, and we can't attack it from the but top. But also, so we it's gotta like swim underneath. If you knew about this base this long and all this intel, why haven't you done something about it? Like, yeah, right? Like. She seems to know of a hell of a lot. This is why, with her, with the eye patch and everything else, I thought she was going to be a traitor. I thought... I thought she was the villain. I forgot. I did, too. Yeah. So I'd never seen this movie Especially before. Especially because she's triple-billed. Like, yeah. literally all three of their names come up as the first title Yeah. Card, right? Like, I had never seen this movie, so I just assumed that Angelina Jolie was the villain. Because right. Because eye patch. Eye patch. Not present in the start, and they're talking about someone, <laughs> or like, most of the movie. hidden. Yeah, I know. I thought she's that in three she was scenes. bad. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. She's just there. Just for and, fun. Um, Top-billed. So... So she's like, uh, I'm not uh, – Sky Captain's like, hey, uh, we need to go and attack this island. She's like, I'm not going to risk my men to like for one of your cockamamie island schemes. And he's like, Dex is down there. She's like, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck my men. Let's go. And right? she didn't have a relationship with Dex. So, so – All right. If but you establish – built the hair – yeah, he built the helicarrier. Yeah. She's like, oh, I owe him everything, I guess. I don't know. But if you establish in a previous scene that an airplane can do a wondrous thing, like be a submergible submarine, right? Yeah. It kind of loses its magic when you do it again. And again. Right. Like, it just keeps happening, right? Yeah. Because her entire fleet can do this as well. Right. Yeah. So now they have an underwater battle with some robots that are underwater. And it shows the ship that went to capture King Kong. <laughs> it has a giant cage on it. Right. Literally. That's like yeah. it was programmed yeah, yeah. into the movie. It also shows um, what is supposed to be a submerged city like Atlantis. It also shows the RMS Titanic. Mm hmm. Somehow, still fully intact. Was it the Titanic? Between... Did it say the yeah. title? Of it was the... supposed to be the Titanic. Oh Jesus! But like in one piece across a ridge. Right. Not broken it, into. It's that. I don't think it's that deep. The island, like, no. No, it does not make sense. <laughs> no. But the whole idea is also that, like, they're not up like yeah. in the Atlantic. They're around Nepal at most. Well, actually, we don't know where they are yeah. because like they the left whole the thing, ball. The whole thing is supposed God. to be like. These are places or ships that got too close to us that we had to shoot down. Mm -hmm. So, so, um, yeah, they do this underwater battle. Angelina Jolie risks herself when like some missiles go to fire at uh, Sky Captain, and he he has lost control of his plane. So she, it's like homing missiles. So she flies in front of the missiles and directs them to follow her uh, directly right into the thing that fired it, and then she like ejects herself at the last minute the missiles blow up the plane and of course it they all blow up the um, big baddie that was uh, guarding the gate and she's like you're on your own now bye sky yeah. captain and literally like launches herself out of the water and then has a rocket propelled backpack that gets her back up the helicarrier like nothing's so, off bounds now like yeah. it just doesn't matter so sky captain and polly then go inside and like the second they're faced with danger turns out Dax and all of the uh, scientists escaped out because okay. oh, all of also, the other robots. Also, on the island, there's a whole bunch of monsters, very oh, King yeah. Kong-esque. And um, back in Nepal, uh, Sky Captain got Polly out of the face of danger of the explosion of the mine 
Um, but she wound up leaving her backpack full of film and uh, like Ugh. extra film, right? So she has one. It's important because of the end, you know. She has <laughs> like, two camera shots left. So they get on this island. This and bit like, goes Whoa. on forever. She's like, I only have two shots left. I don't know what to take a photo of. So then they start getting chased by like some pterodactyls. The Sorry, p- some pterodactyls. The problem with this film bit of only having two shots left and I need to save them for the most important thing we're about to run into is great if the comedic element of this film – like this film has weird like juxtaposition of um, – yeah. Of what it wants to be. Does it want to be funny? Does it want to be lighthearted? Or does it want to take itself seriously sometimes? So when they finally do this film bit, right? You're like, this is way too late in the film to establish hardcore this obsession with her photography. Yeah. Right? You you mentioned it earlier when she was taking a picture of the giants, right? But that should be like almost every other scene. That should be more obsessive than her jealousy over Frankie. Right? But they don't know what to play with her. Right. So um, there's a moment where uh, they're being chased by this giant bat monster. They go across this like uh, big chasm or chasm Uh, and uh, she trips and falls and takes a picture of like the log instead of like anything important. So she now she's down to one shot. She's so upset. And they just like they move on. They get into the base. They admit to each other. Because they were lying to each other. He was like, I didn't cheat on you. And she's like, I didn't destroy your, like, sabotage your plane. They finally underhandedly admit that to each other, right? But you would think that that would be something where it's like, okay, don't, you guys aren't going to get it back together then because he totally cheated on you and you totally sabotaged his plane. But you know it's coming, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah, they find the base, and this is, like, once they in, uh, infiltrate the base, this is where they're about to try to save the day. But Dex just shows up randomly in a hovercraft with three of the remaining scientists and just saves the day. Okay, so like, Dex shows up because, and this is what he says, the robots had to stock the uh, spaceship before it took off, so they left us unguarded. Right. So that is shit planning. Right. So basically this giant island is a base that is holding a giant rocket ship full of animals like Noah's Ark. Yeah. Right? Um and they decide that they're like we got to stop this spaceship, right? And the only m- mode of sense where I was like fuck yeah, that's right is like Sky Captain himself uh when they're like uh he's like just let it launch. Like who gives a shit? And I was like, "Yes." Perfect. And they're like, we can't because once it launches, then it will eradicate everything on Earth. Because basically, Totenkopf, here it is. Here's the reveal. Totenkopf is a German ideologist uh, that 30 years ago believed that Earth was shit. It was doomed. Like, we were destroying Earth. And he was like, let me collect everything on an arc and take it to another planet and eradicate everything that came to be prior. Right? Not a bad plan. (laughs) Like, if he only knew now, right? Um, I don't understand why he wanted to eradicate. Like, it's not very, like, clear where it's like, Um, I need to destroy every. Like, just go off and and with your new arc and create the civilization that you want to, right? It's been done better in other media, like Bioshock, the game. It's literally a guy who, like, goes underwater in the 50s and creates an entire city underwater in his own ideology. 
right? But it's also not like you going to a different place to establish anything mm-hmm. is going to interact with the place that you came from. Sure. Just let that place you came from live and start something new, better elsewhere. Right. So everybody is in agreement that they need to go to Tudenkoff's office and stop him. Right. So they get there and then there's a really shitty Wizard of Oz ripoff. Right. Where basically it's a giant face of Totenkopf as a projection. Right. It electrifies one guy and melts him down to the bone. And even the bones are like computer digital. Oh, yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like, you can have. That's my one of my biggest problems. That and then later with the assassin. I'm like, nothing in this film is like practical effect. Like, you couldn't just be like, here's some bones, human bones. Like, that had to be digital too. Like, and I'm not talking like, oh, when it like like falls to the ground. I'm talking about they have a shot of it lying on the ground and it's digital. And I'm like, why? So um after this, they go into the office, they spin the the chair around and Totenkopf has been dead and mummified for like at least 30 years, right? Turns out everything has just been like his computer generation going on without him. Right. Which begs the question because we we asked it earlier is that they've been capturing different robots in stages of evolution and technology for the past three years, right? Where, how are they evolving? How are they uh, increasingly getting better? Sentient robots, right? I I don't know. Well, they're on, they're not self aware. I think they're they're doing their programming. That's my belief. They're doing their programming, but I still don't understand how they're evolving. Right, sentient. <laughs> like I said. So uh, now they're like, okay, let's split up. Like Sky Captain's like, I'm gonna go stop the Ark before it takes off. Also, I don't understand how it's gonna eradicate Earth. Is there a giant nuke on this Ark? Is the robots programmed to then go and destroy all yeah. of mankind? Laser. Not. Yeah. Not explained. Right? Am, am I wrong there? No. It's not, not wrong. Right. But he's like, I'm going to go there. And Pe- Polly's like, we we agreed we're going to be in this together through thick and thin. And he's like, I'm going to punch you in the face right now. He kisses and he her and punches her in the face to knock her out. Like, that's a full-on deck, yeah. right? Like, punches her in the face. He goes, the assassin is on the bridge to the ship, and, which is Bai Ling, by the way. Welcome back, Bai Ling from, uh, from Wild Wild West. You know, um, she was the she was the the yeah. Asian assistant to uh, Doctor Loveless back yeah. in that one, uh, and she is the she she's the assassin, right? Turns out he is he fights her, and I guess Polly actually did not go with Dex and the rest of them. She saves Sky Captain's ass before he falls over the uh, you know like a final like the assassin's about yeah. to do him in. And it's revealed that the assassin is also a robot, not Totenkopf's, like, significant other. Which also now begs the question, like, what was going on there? Was she always a robot? Or was she a recreation of his, like, Uh, love? And he was fucking a robot? Sex (laughs) doll. (laughs) Sex doll, right? So now they're on the ark. It takes off. They're up in the air. They release all the animals uh, by an emergency release thing. And then it turns out that the assassin's not dead. And it's going to try to stop them one more time. Here's the part of the movie. Like lightly. He She's says. Like, I'll stop you. And then. He says a final like like 
Asa La Vista type line, right? But it doesn't work for me. Like, he goes, why aren't you dead yet? Right? And I'm like, because you revealed that she's a robot too early. Yeah. <laughs> like, right? Like, if you would have, like, knocked her out or pretended to shoot her and she fell on the ground and you're like, she's dead, right? And then up in the air, he's like, why aren't you dead yet? And then they reveal that it's a robot then when they finally do her in. That works. But that's not what happens yeah. here. We already saw that her face was peeled away and it was a digital robot because it was a digital effect. So, I don't know. They they hit a self-destruct. They blow up the arc. They parachute down. Frankie and multiple hail carriers now show up to, like, not save the day because they already did. Right? And that's it. The end of the movie is basically Pepper, not Pepper. That's that's Iron Man. Sorry, Polly. same same actress. Um, Polly. Uh, what's funny? It's like Pepper Potts, Polly yeah. Perkins, and it's all Gwyneth Paltrow. Um, Polly is like, I'm finally going to use this shot, right? But instead, she like points over to Sky Captain and wants to take a picture of him, right? And she's like. I'm going to do it. And he's like, uh, before you do that. And she's like, too late. And he's like, your lens cap is on. Which is false. We saw a POV within the camera's viewfinder. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yes. That's not how that works. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. my God. Um, yep. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's just... Yep. Such a loss for the end of that film. Yeah. Yeah. It was just bland. Yeah. Right? So. Yeah. <laughs> so, W's? Um. Mm, I would watch this at a, like, 1920s 30s themed for like party yeah. party of just kind of like the noir of like we're all here and it just plays in the background just to be that kind of like avant-garde like air quarter on the word steampunk but mm -hmm. like more or less steampunk of all the fun stuff it's about it okay really yeah um so yeah, that's I. I got no W's. I would say uh, skip it. Honestly, it's yeah. it's uh, close to skip. Yeah, and I saw it when it came out, and I would still say skip it. Oh so yeah, um, so we just really said skip it. We don't like it, but there's a couple people that uh, apparently did like it. Uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, here comes give me five. So our first one today. Uh, these are all IMDb, correct? As far as I know, right? Um, top two are IMDb. Top. So we have four. Two Ooh, are, okay. Uh, Mind you, Amazon. I haven't read. I haven't read read, read these ones yet. So this gonna is going to be pick. Yeah. three out of the four. Okay, go for it. First title by Peter Dory one hundred and eight. A brilliant, fun, exciting movie. Highly recommended. I saw this accidentally, not knowing what to expect from the title, and was in for a treat. I personally found it enjoyable all the way through and even happier that I saw Tibet shown on the map. Oh, this is why I picked this one. Separate from China, uh, as it's three regions of Amdo, 
com and Yusang are currently occupied countries since the 1950 <laughs> communist invasions and subsequent genocidal regimen killing of 1.2 million? It's just a geography lesson. That's why I picked it. At the time of the movie placement, which is set in an alternate 1935, 1939, Tibet was fully independent country, <laughs> as declared by the 13th Dalai Lama on 13th February 1913. What, he's a numerologist, too? I know. Um, there was some Tibetan script on the map, and monastery pillars all looked fairly well-researched, but would need to check details sometime. Omid Dajali did a great job speaking some Tibetan. Also, I commend him for that. He told me on Twitter he had a good teacher. I put this film up with Iron Sky as one of my all-time favorite movies to date. I will watch again in a few years, which rarely do with films, as it was so much fun. I have told many friends to watch it now. Discovered. I watch a few It's broken English, every too. Every few years. Oh, like, it just It's not a review. It. That's like bragging. That was a plus, geography lesson. Yes. It wasn't a review, and that's why I loved it. All right. I picked all these reviews. I so know. I'm sorry. You're in. No, it's fine. Um, next one is a Casper Lelly 324, written in October of 2004. Title, A Very Entertaining and Exciting Adventure. Like 70 Shoe... Whatever that is. I don't is. know what that is either. I saw the preview on TV and decided to see this movie, and I enjoyed it very much. The very first shot of the movie was very beautiful when an airship flew into snowy New York. The special effects of this movie were great. Snowing. There was many thrilling air-slash-water combat scenes, especially when Sky Captain flew his P-40 between skyscrapers in downtown New York. The music in the movie is by Ron Gurr, was great and fit the action perfectly. It also added emotional power to the story. Although the story was very simple, quote, Hero Saves the World, it did not need to be complicated. The movie was an escape film and meant to relieve stress. Quote, as, or, or in parentheses, as a new university student, this movie really helped me forget about my economic midterm. <laughs> The acting in the film was okay. As a fan of aviation, I particularly enjoyed the fight, the flight sequences. Although they were not realistic, they were terrific fun. Therefore, Casper's evaluation is 10 out of 10. It was literally like, <laughs> hey, this movie, let me tell you about it. By the way, I'm only telling you about it because I don't want to do my midterms. Bye. <laughs> uh, two more here. Uh, written by C. Mabe on February 12, 2015. Titled, One of the Most Memorable Action-Adventure Movies You'll Ever Have the Joy of Seeing. No. This film is brilliant. Mm. Hands down, it has action, romance, a great plot, explosions, more action, more ram romance, more explosions, a totally kick-ass plane, and explosions the entire picture is a tribute to the golden age of film in that it takes otherwise corny old science fiction ideas and somehow makes them awesome the actors are wonderful in the film taking their role seriously even though it was a very low budget film i love to see a sequel given the funds and recognitions sky captain deserved five stars i just love it was a film there's romance there's action <laughs> there's fighting there's also romance more action, more fighting. <laughs> I was like, we get it. I got Jesus nothing else. Christ. 
And the last one, written by Richard Dolly on February 20th, 2006, so two years after the movie was out, probably came out on, like, Blu-ray or yeah. HD DVD. Oh, God. <laughs> um, Stellar Cast Last Breathtaking Art is the title. <laughs> Where do I begin? Well... The- the moment when Jude Law, as Sky Captain, burst out in a marvelous laughter after Gwyneth Paltrow's stumbling, camera-snapping mishap across a log bridge is worth the price of this DVD and then some. That is probably about two-thirds <laughs> through the movie. Specific... Maybe three-fourths through the movie is when There's that like... scene he just described It's an hour happened. 15 out of an hour 45 film, I know. I, checked. Yeah. I paused it at that point to use the restroom. That was... Um, that's like, oh, it's stellar yeah. um, when you're near the end. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so that was Gimme Five. Ladies uh, and gentlemen, uh, if you enjoyed this film, you thought it was uh, a piece of shit just like we did, or you there's anything that you wanted to comment on or correct us on, please write to us uh, on our social media networks at Bombs Away Show. And that's uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram are all at Bombs Away Show. You can also uh, write to us a little more privately. Contact at Bombs Away Show if there's something that uh, you wanted to point out. Um, other than that, please stay tuned for next week when we do Karate Dog. Huh. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's going to be a good one. <laughs> I, I think of it. I know, right? So, ladies and gentlemen, that just does a, that about does it for us here at Bombs Away. My name is Jonathan. I am Jarrett. And get yourself to shelter because uh, war has broken out. Hurry, we've heard bombs overhead and airplanes, and oh no, is that something that's going to kill? Bombs away! This is Jarrett with Bombs Away Podcast. I'm here at the Frida Cinema, once again recording for your all's pleasure. Frida Cinema, that sounds pretty familiar. Oh yeah, it's because we bring it up so much. It's where we live, it's where we record. Now, you may know of the Frida Cinema, but you may not know enough about the Frida Cinema. So the Frida Cinema is a program of the Long Beach Cinematique, and it's located in Santa Ana in Southern California. It services neighboring communities as a nonprofit art house cinema dedicated to educating, connecting, and enriching communities through the art of cinema. It is a pretty amazing experience, but how do they do that? Well, one of the ways they do that is with shadow casting. So shadow casting, if you don't know, is whenever they have a cast below the screen acting out the movie as the film is projected behind them which is pretty neat, but that's not all. They also get audience participation, so you feel like you're part of the film, that you have that amazing, enriching experience. Some of the films that we do shadow cast with are Little Shop of Horrors, Rocky Horror Picture Show, Repo the Genetic Opera, and The Forbidden Zone. That was the last time you heard of The Forbidden Zone. Am I right, ladies? Other things that we do, if you're not into shadow cast, but you love that audience participation, 
um, our special events. We've done Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, and it was a lights and sound spectacular. And there were also words along the bottom of the screen that helped you know when to participate in the film. Now, maybe you just want to watch a film, which is okay, because the Free to Cinema does show films. But maybe you want to watch a film in a different atmosphere. Well, the Frida Cinema has rooftop showings. Some of the films that have shown on our rooftop are the most recent Beauty and the Beast or Ghostbusters and Jurassic Park. One of the cool things that happened with Ghostbusters and Jurassic Park is we actually had guests. For instance, Jurassic Park had the guest of the Jeep Wrangler, you know, that nice tan and red Jeep that we see just driving all around that park. It's an amazing photo opportunity, and it's something you get to brag about to your friends and post on that Instagram. If you want more information about the Showtime's location and everything film and entertainment related to the Frida Cinema, just go to www.thefridacinema.org. You can also follow on Facebook at facebook.com slash thefridacinema, and on Instagram and Twitter at thefridacinema. The Frida Cinema, for the filmmakers, the filmgoers, and... For you. This has been a production of Big Bulb Entertainment, executive produced by Jonathan Young. For more media and information, visit us at www.bigbulbentertainment.com. Big Bulb, what's your bright idea? Shh.